What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Action Ignited podcast, the podcast to ignite your action and help you reach your goals and far more than just health and wellness. Today, we're going to dive right into pursuing your passions, rediscovering what drives you. As always, I'm your host, Ism Hadahet, here with my co-host, Jason Hogarth. And we really see and feel that societal and internal pressures come within this topic. We want to take some time and dive into and see where the conversation brings us. What's up, man? How's it going? Hey, man. How's it going? This is a great time. 10, episode 10, 9, whatever. Wrapping up our, our opening two weeks. It's been a fun journey. I, I just want to say I appreciate everyone that's either texted or written a review or shared on their socials. That stuff doesn't go unnoticed. Um, I, I could say for myself and probably for his too, that we're very grateful for all of that. And it definitely starts our day off or brightens our day up whenever we see it. So shout out to you all. There's, there's probably too many of you to name, but um, it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, we can't thank you guys enough and i'll just add on a little bit to that like it's been pretty surreal these first few days into week two and then you know prepping into week three this is something that we've kind of just continued to feel called to do and the fact that a lot of you guys are are resonating or or our words are resonating with you guys we just want to hopefully continue to inspire you guys to you know get towards your goals reach your goals and and we'll do this all together as a community so just thank you guys seriously from the bottom of our hearts let's do it um, as far as today's topic, I know, you know, we're talking about some, some pressures that people are facing. You feeling the pressure this week. Um, so just for, so everyone knows okay. is and I are going up against each other in in fantasy football. Um, uh, so we're recording this before the Thursday night games start. So this is the, the full preview. You guys will hear it on Friday. Uh, so it'll be after that first game. So we'll see who's going to come out ahead and we'll, we'll make sure to keep everyone updated, but you feeling that pressure yet going up against the number one in the league. So, excuse my language. I'm not much of a shit talker. I'm more of like respectful shit talker. And um, to be completely transparent, Jason hasn't really brought this up yet. So now he's doing it when I'm going to turn red in front of a camera. Um, I don't know. I think I'm ready. I'm adjusting my roster. We're, we're hoping it's going to go well. I am a little upset that I made some trades with you. And I don't, hopefully, it doesn't come back to haunt me. But, uh, I'll just say, yeah, I want to have a big upset here because Jason's the commissioner of our league, and I feel like it's almost a dictatorship because he just kills everybody each week. So we'll we'll see what we do here. I run a fair, very fair league. Yeah, he's a pretty it's good just, commissioner. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. In all seriousness. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. But um, yeah, getting into our, our topic today. So, you know, pursuing your passion. Uh, I think we've we've both gone through our own journeys um, as far as finding what we're passionate about in different phases of our life, um, whether it's, you know, playing football when we were in college. That seemed like the, the biggest thing at the time, as well as getting our degrees relationships. But at the end of the day, it comes down to actually figuring out what what truly drives you. Um, so interested to dive into this topic a little bit further today. But was there anything that you really wanted to open up with today as far as maybe a background story that could um, get us intro before we go into some of the more practical, actionable tips that we're going to share? Yeah, I think in pursuing and the topic of pursuing your passions, it's easy for us to talk about the past athlete 
uh, or the previous athlete just going into the next chapter of your lives, or even we've both changed career paths. So in the process of those chapters ending and us stepping into something new, it's like what, what will allow us to feel passionate or or what is our passion? I feel like there's such a internal and societal pressure as far as we need to figure out what you're passionate about like today or else you won't be successful or see success. Um, so I mean, hopefully this kind of answers your question too. I think the first step is, is kind of gaining clarity. I think that's the one thing I kind of decide to step towards, uh, within this topic. And then from there, um, you know, there's different practical things there, but, uh, I mean, I think gaining clarity is a good focus there. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, to that point there, there really is no easy step of this process. Cause it's just like a blanket term that people throw out there of like, do what you're passionate about, do what you love. But unless you really spend some time trying to figure out what you're passionate about, it's easy to say certain things, but then when you go try them, you may not really feel that way. So getting that clarity, being able to get deep enough with yourself, you know, with some of the things we've talked about before that we're not going to go deep into today, like the journaling ways to meditate, just kind of sitting with yourself um, in silence to really get to know you as a person, finding your why. Um, all those things are great to help you gain clarity, at least on your own. So we won't go too deep into it just because we've talked about it a lot before, those different techniques that you can use. But I don't know about you, but when I kind of go through this process in the different phases of my life, this is one of the harder things to do is actually get clear on what am I passionate about? What's something I could see myself doing for the rest of my life? And maybe it's because it is too big of a goal to think about. Like mm -hmm. I have to commit to this for the rest of my life. Yeah. I think the most immediate step relates to what we're doing now. And I think it's one well, it's speaking up and within speaking up, it's, we call it the mastermind because you won't really know what you could be passionate about if you're not seeking different things out there and the masterminding allows you to hey i'm kind of interested in x and i know you're interested in an x um is there any crossover or tell me more about what you do and i think the masterminding helps because you learn from each other and somebody can be in a different stage than you are and vice versa and then in return it's like okay well let me try this you won't really I've realized over time, you won't really know what you're passionate about unless you're going out there and trying different things. Because the only things we know what we're immediately passionate about may just be something that was old program. Does that make sense? Old program or program previously. But when that time comes to an end, it's like, oh, I don't know what I'm passionate about anymore and I can't find it. So it's connecting it back to what you said, the stillness and your why. You want to spend some time there for sure so you can slow down our minds. You can remember what's the thing that's going to get you started and then masterminding with other people. I think that part is, is so big because from there you get to continue to learn, okay, I'm going to try this. Yeah. I think for today, if we spend some time on the mastermind piece, cause you know, I feel like there's different levels to it almost of you and I have been friends for a very long time. So we mastermind together when I really didn't know what I wanted to do next when I was in between jobs and considering, do I still want to say in sales? Do I want to do something else? we were talking about a lot of different things over that time. And I was trying to pull from your experience, not necessarily to say I'm going to go the exact same route as you, mm -hmm. but you made a transition into from one field to something entirely different. And there's something you can learn just through that conversation. So it's not that you have to find someone that is doing exactly what you think you might want to do. 
obviously in this case, it kind of worked out that way. Cause as I started trying things, I just started making content on TikTok. And this is what I kind of gravitated towards was the health and wellness side. Originally it just started like posting random stuff. And like, this is what I gravitated towards. So it was like, well, let me go in on this just a little bit more, but it was through our conversations, a little bit of like trial and error to see what I liked. Like some of them were more like on the, the cooking side for like healthy eating. And I was like, I don't want to be a chef. So I slowly like transitioned away from it, even though like it does still fall within this field. I think it, that is a huge component of it. It was like being able to do it with others. And I know you have some experiences where, you know, you've been able to kind of mastermind with people that aren't necessarily like friends from all the way back in the college, but you were able to build a network in a city you didn't even live in to be able to kind of set yourself up for a move from New Jersey to Boston as well. So I don't know if you could go in a little bit on that, just as far as how you went about building that network prior to moving and how you think that may have benefited you. But I think that's something that, you know, is a big barrier in some people's ways as they're trying to like navigate this. Yeah, it's, I love that you brought up, you know, asking and masterminding, asking questions, masterminding with people who may be in a different field, because I've done that for some time. Um, when I didn't know essentially where to go after college, I reached out to a lot of different professionals, somebody who's project management or in project management, somebody who is in ticket sales, somebody who is in um, arena uh, staff, like different things and different industries, just so I can see and hear, hey, what got you to where you're at? Because then from there, when I heard things that were interesting, and I could envision myself potentially doing that, and I can sit still and and see, okay, does that actually work? Um, and then going to your question, when COVID started, uh, I'm gaining experience as a personal trainer, I'm doing in home visits, I'm not able to, to gain that much exposure or learn enough, I decided to elevate my education. And then I ended up doing a few workshops in person. Then did one of the workshops, I networked with Jeff Janey, who's the owner of Jet Boston. And that's the studio I work at now. And the funny thing with that network is I met him in 2021. I didn't decide to move until 2022. So it was a year later. Um, we didn't remember each other much just because we had masks on and, you know, we were learning for 16 hours and two days. But I, I, I shot around different messages to people I've met in Boston uh, later that the year after that workshop, he was one of the people that answered from there. He asked me when I could make it into Boston, met with a, and then I met with a few other professionals and it just so happened that the partnership and joining his team made the most sense. And it's been a privilege to learn with from him and the team that we have at jet. Um, but it all started off from a mastermind. And then from that, um, I felt that my passions change over time. And it was, I was more extremely passionate about helping people specifically through personal training. So um, yeah, that was the mastermind in a nutshell. And I know you've been through a, a similar change now with a few different projects you're working on. Again, similar, if you feel comfortable sharing any details, like what got you started there? I know your, your masterminds have been cool in the sense of these are colleagues you've met like early on and it led to future opportunities there. Yeah, definitely. And before I jump into that, there was one thing that you said that I want to make sure that we go into, but it was, mm. it was a year later to where, you know, you were um, doing personal training on your own at the time in 2021, mm. but it wasn't until 2022 that you actually went 
and um, joined the actual facility in Boston. So I think it's an important thing because we live in a world of instant gratification. Um, if you want to look something up, it's at your fingertips. But the process really took almost a year. You knew what your passion was and what you wanted to do. It was just you weren't completely where you wanted to be yet physically in Boston. Um, and then even as I think about my own journey, the process takes a lot longer than you would think. It's not as simple as like, all right, what am I passionate about? Boom, this is it. Let's go. Like it's it is a long process of kind of that self-discovery of really trying to understand yourself because I think no one really sits with themselves as often as we should mm -hmm. just because there's so many other things that we have at our fingertips like put on a tv show watch some tiktoks watch some reels and just swipe through so i think that is like one of the biggest things you could do is really get to know yourself if you have any questions want us to try to go deeper on that um, feel free to, to send them our way but that is one big thing that it's it's a long process. I think it probably took me months to truly navigate and figure out where I wanted to go um, and what all these different angles were that I wanted to, try, wanted to try to build. Back to your question of what were my, my connections that got me to where I am now. So, well, one is you. We're doing this podcast together. I'm in the process of getting certified to be a health and wellness coach. Um, something that I've become very passionate about is all these topics that we talk about now, trying to help people ignite their passion and get to their kind of build the the life that they deserve, the life a life that they'll love. Um, so that's one part of it. The other thing is I've found a lot of enjoyment in working with smaller organizations so that are more at the startup level. So using the experience that I had in previous jobs, um, so I got my new position that I'm working at now um, in sales, and it's at more of a startup organization. It's a lot more fast paced. Um, there's a lot more responsibility as far as trying to build out a sales organization, things like that. I won't bore you with all the details, but I wouldn't have got that job if it wasn't for one of my good friends who I met in my first day of training at Gartner, which was the job I accepted when I first moved down here. Um, shout out Jackson Bennett. Me and him sat next to each other in training. We became good friends and that's how I ended up getting this job now. Another venture that I can't discuss all the details of just yet um, also came through another colleague and friend that um, I worked with at Gartner, but that'll all be, be coming out soon so we could go more into that. But it kind of teeters on um, my passion of working with startups as well as my passion for um, football athletes and we'll, we'll leave it at that for now. Man, there's two things that immediately come up. And one, you brought it up the timing between mine, because I didn't really realize that the power of it until saying it out loud as, as far as it took a year later for, you know, what I started to kind of fall into place as far as the that mastermind to give an opportunity. And it's similar to your case, like, you know, you've met different professionals when you first moved, and now it's leading you to this um you know, ventures that you're doing now. So making choices during this transitional period is essentially going to set your direction to where you're going. So if you're looking to rediscover what's going to drive you, be conscious about the decisions and the choices you make during the time, because during that time, the choices you make will set your direction and that will help you discover, you know, what you're passionate about. But then the other thing too, is we've talked about this kind of before we started this call was passion changes like seasons. That's how I like to phrase it, where it's, it's like, 
you'll feel passionate and enjoy and be at this honeymoon stage at high at a certain passion. It may change. You got to be okay with that. Cause I never knew we would be podcasters until we started doing it. Like over time, I started to gain a love for public speaking and helping other people through this. And I never would have thought we would have been here two years from now. So that's another thing too. It's funny because I it makes me think back to when we were in college and we were prepping for um, those that business law presentation when we had mm. to do the opening statements and how terrified you were. And so like scared. that's the <laughs> definition of public speaking. And then here you are willingly doing this on a, a weekly basis. So it's it is crazy. And to your point, passions. Now that was a school assignment, so it's a little different. But like I don't know when you're at different phases of your life, it's hard to ever even imagine being so passionate about something else. Like in college, all I want to do is play football. And then that slowly started to change. So it, it just leads to other things. And I think it's that constant self-discovery that we're talking about. It's even once you think you found your passion, still take the time to sit with yourself. One, it rejuvenates you in a variety of different ways, not just like knowing yourself. Um, but I had sent you a video a couple of days ago. Uh, it was an interview that the Dolphins mm. quarterback Tua did. And he talks about this exact, exact thing. So for people that don't know or don't follow sports, he struggled his first two to three years in the league. And he dealt with like a lot of different stuff, kind of like we're, we're talking about here. And he got to a point where he looked himself in the mirror asking him, do I suck? This is a guy that worked his whole life to be a professional athlete, got drafted high and got to the point where he was asking himself, does he suck? Is he cut out to be an NFL quarterback? So long story short, he goes through this whole process of trying to rediscover who is Tua, who, who he is. Um, and he has himself to the point where he feels good, blah, blah, blah. He's an MVP candidate now, but it's just the point, like as you go through of rediscovering yourself and what drives you, a lot of other things can start falling into place as well. And there's just, there's so many different examples of this out there. That was just one of the most recent ones because they did a segment for Sunday night football last week. Wait, so in this pursuit, do you feel like you have to set expectations for yourself? What do you do if you feel like these expectations are too high? What would you say about that? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think it goes back to how we started this of, society is going to set so many different pressures mm -hmm. on you of you should have a house by whatever age, a car, a nice car by this age, make this much money. And in reality, it's all just arbitrary stuff that's thrown out there for what reason? And like, those are the questions you have to ask yourself if you are putting that pressure on yourself is why am I doing this? Is it because I truly want this big house with extra rooms that I probably won't walk in more than twice a week? Or is it because society told you should have a three bedroom house? Oh, that's good. Like what is the true reason you're doing these things? Um, so I think setting expectations with what one, what matters most to you, but also like what's attainable within your given timelines, because if not, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. And maybe that is your true passion, your true calling. But because you set an unrealistic expectation for yourself, you get deterred and disappointed and you go away from it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big thing. I feel like I've said in the past, I'm an overthinker. And I think that as I give advice to not compare, you know, ourselves to other people, it's so easy where we are, we are in a world where societal pressure is just seen everywhere, whether it's on social media or whether 
you see somebody no matter what age doing something that you want to do. And just because you're not there yet, it's so easy to be like, well, what am I not doing right now? And then we set the expectation of like, well, I need to do so much more and do this and do that. And then we start to feel like we're lost. And it's like, well, I don't know what my passion is because this isn't working out. When at the end of the day, it's like, is your passion driven by what other people are doing? Or is it driven by what you find fulfilling for yourself? So that that really stands out there for me. Yeah, uh, I think that teeters on like the, the line of um, comparison and competitiveness. Mm-hmm. And so we always talk about, you know, you don't want to get caught comparing yourself to other people. You say it pretty often of, you know, you don't want to be comparing your your chapter one or your chapter two to someone else's chapter 20. Those chapters don't go by age. It's your story. So write it yourself. It doesn't matter at what age you start doing things. Um, but I do think there's a balance and you need to know with yourself, what you can take. Cause there is the benefit of competition and being able to chase after different things. But if you find you're trying to compare yourself to someone that's so far ahead, that's probably not the right competition as far as what you want to do, but you have to find what drives you, what's going to push you. And one of the bigger things that most people avoid is things that revolve around stepping into uncertainty, things they're not familiar with, um, things they don't have experience with before, because it is hard. It's that the only way to grow is outside your comfort zone. That's true. So it's how do you get comfortable doing that? Um, And, you know, maybe through your experiences, do you have anything that was kind of pivotal for you as you were going through, we'll call it uncertain times that helped you kind of have the confidence to do that? I would say when times were uncertain, the things that actually really helped me was just looking in the mirror and realizing what I didn't know and being okay with that. Because I think when we rewind to masterminding, you know, I thought that I would move to Boston and the perfect picture uh, story of my life would be, hey, I'm just going to go open up this place. When in reality, like, I don't know anything of how to open up a studio from scratch. Do I rent it? Do I try to do this? What's my business model? You know, the whole list of how to do's came up and I didn't know a single thing. So instead of just, you know, being stubborn with myself, I realized I'm going to go speak to other people and learn from other people. And maybe in return, I'll just join a team for now. And then I can just be passionate, do what I'm passionate about, which is helping other people, but with other individuals, and then we can learn and all grow together. So I think ultimately, uh, taking a look in the mirror, realizing what I didn't know, and what I did know, and then just focusing in on, okay, how am I going to learn from here? So yeah, hopefully that answers that question. How about you? Yeah, no, I, I love that. Because I think the how do you get okay with not knowing something is the roadblock where a lot of people stop. And because a lot of people stop there, The way I look at it is you didn't scrap your passion. You didn't just change full course, but you got okay with changing what that initial vision looked like to still do the thing you were passionate about, which is helping others, um, training others. But instead of trying to move somewhere, do that, build a business, rent a space, get equipment, all this stuff, you found a way that you could still pursue your passion without having to do everything all at once. So you can slowly learn from someone uh, that's already has something established been doing something for you. And I think out there, everyone can find someone like that if they're willing to put in the work for you. It was, you said an event um, that you went to in Boston yeah, where workshop. you met. 
start looking into those type of things where you can be able to to connect and network with other people because that will never be underestimated. I think it's something we've talked about a lot and just glanced over slightly today as we are talking about this, but the people in your network, your friends, your family, I mean, for us, that's where all of these different opportunities came from or people that we've met in some way, shape or form. So nurturing your network, being kind to people just in general, good rule. Oh, yeah. No, it's true. And I really think that we were able to discover right now, this is what we're passionate about. And this is how we're going to pursue these things because of that network. I mean, it's exactly it. You and I, this example, you and I separately and and what we do as far as career, and, and those are all built off of masterminding. And those helped us pursue our passions because we decided, okay, we're going to just try this and do this. And we took the action as kind of cliche as it is to our you know mission with this podcast. It was, how do we find action with what we want to do? And we just kind of got started. And then we take it from there and stack those days. Love that. Love that. And um, as we wrap up today's episode on kind of finding your clarity and pursuing your passion, uh, I think the big things is just one, remember that you're not alone when you are navigating these different challenges. Everyone faces society pressures that are leading to your own self-doubt. But, you know, through that self-reflection, you'll be able to find the clarity you need to find your path and get where you want to go to live a life that you truly love. So embrace all the choices you make. Be calculated with your decisions, be willing to take some risks and just set your goals so they align with that vision. Once again, thank you for joining us um, today for our episode. If you haven't already, go ahead, hit the follow button, leave a review. And if you found any value in today's episode, we ask that you share it um, with one person that you think would need to hear this as well. But until next time, keep taking action towards the life you envision. Boom. Grateful for you all.